Hey everyone, it's Haley here. I am really excited to announce at the top of this episode that we have determined that we will be doing a second show once we hit $1,000 a month on our Patreon. This will be a show that will be released to the public uh, outside of the paywall, so anyone who wants to listen can. I think it is a really exciting opportunity. We haven't nailed down all of the details yet, but know that we have already kind of narrowed down some of our APs so far. We're really excited for this opportunity to be able to do this and announce this and the growth that we've seen as a show. It's been a really, really fun time, and I can't wait to see what a second show looks like for us. That is all the exciting news I have up top for you guys today. So with that, welcome to episode 123, Magical Mike. Liquor and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. It's episode one, two, three. As easy. Yeah. <laughs> 123, folks. That's a lot of episodes. Also, it's the first episode we're recording since becoming a Paizo official podcast. What do you think of that? Oh, that happened? That did happen. Whoa! <laughs> that did happen. Neat. At this, po- at this point, it probably would have happened a couple weeks ago when this releases, but it's fresh. It is true. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. It feels good. Feels yeah, good. it does feel good. You guys feel legit now <laughs> after 123 episodes? I, mean, uh, I felt legit. Yeah. Before? Oh, you felt legit before? Okay. Mostly, like, we we had some killer stuff right after 100 and off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact you're talking about this Abaddon arc. <laughs> I know that that's, that's <laughs> specifically I think that's what pushed to. us over the edge. That's what, so. you know, we were edging for a while, but yeah. this Abaddon arc. <laughs> well, Haley, what are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking, I didn't realize I had one of these left, um, but I'm drinking a Down East Pumpkin Blend Cider. I didn't check if this one had a creepy message on the bottom, though. Mm. I prefer to not know. Prefer not to know. <laughs> kind of want to know if that was just a one-off from that guy. Uh, this just has a Best Buy date. Oh, uh, okay. That makes this much worse, actually. <laughs> nice. That I saw. Maybe I miss. I could have missed saw, but. Well, speaking of much, wor- much worse, actually. Hey, Steve. Hi, Griffin. I am drinking the Patreon drink this week. What is it, you ask? It's called a Butterfinger shot. This comes from our good, good friend, uh, Robin. You may know her as Dioxia Rio on social media. Uh, what is it? It's vodka, Kahlua, butterscotch, schnapps, and Baileys. I'm drinking it out of a wine glass. Haven't tried it yet. Okay. It is a glass of liquor. 
I guess that's what a Butterfinger tastes like. I've never had one before. So <laughs> You haven't had a Butterfinger? Never. The candy? Oh, my gosh. Not really interested in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, they get, it gets stuck in your teeth. They're crunchy. They're so good. Never had one. I'll probably get canceled for that. I don't know. Speaking of someone else, it's going to get canceled. Hey, Brooks. Oh, hey, Griff. What you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking Mio and vodka because I... Because uh, why not? <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Keeps you kind of hydrated. Does Can't it? complain. I don't know. It's uh, Scientists are still debating. It's one of those like nine out of ten scientists. <laughs> nine out of ten yeah. scientists agree with the Brooks Mio water vodka mix. It kind of hydrates. Kind of hydrates. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what are you drinking? Today I have a blueberry pomegranate Vizzy. It's uh, pretty good. Of course, I've had these before. A little more fun than just flavor and water and vodka because this has carbonation. Shots fine. <laughs> Speaking of something else with carbonation, hey, it's me, Griff. I'm not sure if I have carbonation or not. We'll see how many times I burp tonight. I'm, dr- I'm drinking a little bit of a uh, little bit of Maker's Mark. Almost done with it. Then I'll be on to a Founder Solid Gold. Oh, finger looking good. When last we encountered these heroes, they pressed on further into the maze and they found themselves face to face with a Foldrex. This fungal creature was pretty brutal for its size and kept the party locked down with uh, with some entangling vines. But even though Air Bear went unconscious, the party survived and managed some expert craft alchemy and, and other checks in order to find the right combination of mushrooms and spices to hopefully make a pretty good cream of mushroom soup. You exited the fungal chamber or the fungal uh, cavern, I guess, by returning from whence you came and you find yourselves back in the maze. What are you doing? So Tulia is at full health, but I know that cannot be the same for the other melee people. Well, for the melee people, I'm not melee anymore. No, the boys are looking pretty bad. I'm at 12 out of 93. What about Air Bear? Oh, I'm just above, so... I was going to say, like... I thought Air Bear had like six health or something. Yeah. Freya healed Air Bear, and she knows that he is extremely low health, so she sits down on the ground and takes off her boots, and to make it kind of nonchalant, she like does some stretches and like moves her feet around kind of to play off that she's you know a middle-aged woman she like needs to stretch her feet a little bit get them out of the boots do you ask her out my bunions as I say do you ask her bear to rub your feet and that's when he takes the shoes if it helps sell the story I guess Freya (laughs) will just have to do it I mean you guys are gonna have to sell this story again if you don't want the crowd to catch on I'm going to use the crowd sense motive. Again, you can you can use this time to strategize or uh, pretend you have bunions or whatever you'd like to do to pass off your magical but not through a spell healing. And I 
how how much will it take to get Matumbe full? So did a little bit of math here. We're down 177 health points between the two of them. That's going to be about 18 minutes of strategizing for distraction, I guess. I don't know if there's another thing that you guys have a, a recommendation on, but otherwise we can go into a mad intelligence wizard inquisitor thing. Yeah, I think the biggest stipulation with these boots is that you actually have to be absolutely still for the uh, healing to take place. So it's not like you can walk to your next destination. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> what what are you guys saying? What are you strategizing? What are you playing off to make this happen? I think, again, I'm going to have everybody aid one roll. That's how we did it last time. So I think, I think the last time we did it might have been people aiding my diplomacy check which I, I need to remind the group again isn't great like if we do have another option out there could be could be better so here's this is a out there thing but I've been I've been debating this right obviously these fountains are some sort of magic they keep transporting us somewhere I have a feeling this is something at Matumbe Freya even Herbert, and and Tulia would all have a lot of interest in what is the moon going to be? What kind of thing is it going to transport? Is there going to be something that uh, comes out of it? All of those different things. So I think it would make sense to evaluate all the fountains we've seen so far and the different aspects of them and then start hypothesizing what sort of magic could be going into another fountain for a potentially intense knowledge-digging spellcraft type of thing. I don't know if that's uh, too out there, but... I'm thinking more like this is some crazy intense magic already, right? What kind of magic do, are they going to need to bring in something that represents the moon, right? That's kind of where I'm going from this because I was looking through and I think that's a... It's such a weird thing. Okay. It will still have to be a diplomacy or a bluff check to convince the crowd. But oh, okay. I will allow I stuff like your strategizing and knowledge checks to aid the bluff or diplomacy. I didn't fully understand that. So... Before, but my diplomacy is a 10. Yeah, I think we yeah we rationalized that Matumbe had, what, 11? Yeah. Uh, well, my diplomacy is, is a plus 7, but I rolled the d20 and the d6 for that for free. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of a wash because effectively you're as good as I'm likely to be. Right. So, I, I mean, I could aid you this time around. I don't care. I, I don't care either way. Uh, if it's really just got to be diplomacy or bluff, it does not matter to me. So I can I can roll it and people can aid. Yeah, or, I, I'd, I'd, I'd like do, to do that it. for sure. If it is just like one roll, uh, Freya can also give you a bit of luck so you could roll twice. Yeah. Um, so, so what would we talk about, I guess? I, I mean, I described a bunch of stuff. Right. The crowd is listening intently. Even though you can't see them, <laughs> you're all mic'd up magically. <laughs> magical mics. Yeah, we'll call this episode Magical Mike. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, th I think before proceeding, we should have a little discussion here. What do we know about the moon, considering that we are likely to be transported somewhere uh, reminiscent or familiar to a lunar setting or environment? What do we know? We can... Talk about the potential lack of gravity, although how would I know what the gravity is on the moon? I am but a simple man from the Milwaukee. But like also, 
the moon here in Abaddon is not the same. It's that's so. Is it the moon in from Galarian? Because we've been transported to a bunch of different places. What moon is it? And some of those places have been transported to us. It could be a completely unrelated moon. Yeah, and Tulia will walk around the standing still Matumbe as she's making these thoughts. Uh, so it makes it less obvious that he's not moving. I would like to open up the discussion to all yes. four of us. Matumbe <laughs> steps up to a podium. <laughs> <laughs> Stand still. Freya, your thoughts? We did used to have a companion that, at least at one point, his transformations could have been tied to the moon. What if we have to fight some were-creature? An excellent point. Your thoughts, Ebir? Well, when there is one opponent, I think that we should uh, best try to flank it. Uh, but when there are two, I think uh, I will take one. Uh, Matumbe, you should take the other. I do not know much about the moon. Yes, very little you contributed to a moon conversation, but interesting <laughs> tactical uh, analysis of a potential fight we may be going up against. You know, Air Bear, that's an interesting thought. What do you know about music? <laughs> uh, that is a very strange question. Well, I not do that not strange. Know. Do you not remember then <laughs> of those riddles? We have to bring back some sort of song, music, entertainment, you know, dinner and a show. It's a whole thing. I don't know, anyone else very musically inclined? No. Oh my gosh. Any more words than that? <laughs> we got 17 the minutes. Like, mm, what's going on here? Mm, very. And now, since we do not know what music we may find, I will list all of the music <laughs> I am familiar with. Country. Opera. Popular music. And he's just going to go for a while. Freya interjects. If it's about the moon, it could be a lullaby. And then she'll sing a song about the moon very badly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, rock and roll. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to have... Which of you is going to roll the main check? Me. So Tulia's going to roll the main check. Tulia, you roll a diplomacy. I liked that. Take a plus two. Matumbe, you can aid with a... What would a moon knowledge be? I guess I'll use planes because you were talking about the the moon here and the moon on Galarian and that kind of stuff. I ought to uh, aid then. That's so, perfect. Uh, Freya, I want you to aid with a perform singing check. I also talked about werewolves. <laughs> I don't have perform singing. I know you don't. <laughs> I have perform oratory. That's not even helpful. Uh, and I'd like Air Bear to. Oh, what, what do I want to? What do I want to have you roll for uh, tactical battlefield knowledge? Uh, Dexterity. Stealth. D- no, I'm not going <laughs> to give you that stealth. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah, but I'm just going to give you a, uh, I think knowledge local is probably the closest approximation to any of that. Sweet. Then I ought to wait. And don't forget our two from the crowd. Two from the you crowd. Two from the crowd. Two, two from, from me the- for being abused by this. <laughs> okay. And then I get 
an eight. Matumbe aids, air aids, and uh, Frey, it's going to be a straight charisma check for you. Okay, I was just trying to figure out what this role's going to be. Profession, doesn't that key off wisdom? I said, uh, oh shit, did I say profession? Yeah. No, I said perform. Oh, my bad. I, I don't know yeah. why I was saying that. I was like, what wrong. profession? That, that's profession wrong. profession <laughs> singer. Yeah. <laughs> Opera singer. Oh, I'm really nervous. Because, <laughs> by the way, I realized after I was chosen that I'm. You're the worst roller on, in the group. You've consistently been rolling less than five for every roll. I also got a bit of luck, so that my own. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand. Oh, okay. So if I don't have sleight of hand. <laughs> Roll me a dexterity check. That I can do. Uh, and Freya does also aid. Oh, you aided with the song. Yes, she has a little bit of charisma. She's got a song in her heart. Yep. She's sang a lot to a lot of little babies. She's a little rusty now. All right. That is a 13 for the dexterity check. Freya when she tries to cast this spell just as Tulia is making her rounds uh, Freya just kind of taps her on her back and gives her an encouraging word while casting the spell. You know what? I don't think that's a spell. I'm pretty sure the cleric's abilities granted by their domain are supernatural abilities. In parentheses next to a bit of luck it says SP which I think is a spell. Yeah, spell but it doesn't say like what kind of components are in it, so I don't know. It doesn't have components. It's okay. a spell-like ability. Okay, perfect. I just thought it was like the channel. I think channel is a supernatural ability. It is, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I need you to roll me a perform check for that bit of luck now. Oh, Because okay. they did see you ah. casting and might be thinking that you're cheating. Or doing something shady, because why would you cast a bit of luck? Another performance or like a bluff? You said just it's gonna perform. it's gonna be like your it's gonna be like your performance combat role. So it's oh, to influence oh, the crowd, okay, okay. but think of it as as if you had done uh, healing, so it can only hurt. But you still have a victory point, so you could okay. you could use that if you fail. I'm really bummed. I didn't use my gun to give her a bit of luck. Oh my god, you just like point the gun at her. Good luck. <laughs> no, 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 it's just, you feeling lucky, punk? <laughs> that's great. Why didn't I think of that before? Ugh. Fuck it, that's too good. I'll let you record it as that. Yes, feeling all lucky, right. punk? So, as, as Tulia walks around, Freya, instead of touching her, she probably still actually has her gun out, just points it at Tulia as she walks by. <laughs> reaches out to her with a glint in her eye. You feeling lucky? <laughs> and uh, we'll do her roll. Oh, it's only a 14. I rolled really bad. 14 would increase or would decrease the crowds. But I could use the victory point if I wanted. Do you know? Okay. Okay. So the crowd is only helpful now. This check is to see if they become indifferent. Yeah, so I pre-rolled. Um, I pre-rolled too before I knew she was going to have to do all of that. I just sat here, sitting on my dice, trying not to say anything. But I rolled a 17 and an 18. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And so for the first time, I rolled really pretty good. 
plus 19 is my extra bonus with all the aids and everything else gives me a full 37. Okay. Their sense motive is at a plus 20. <laughs> oh, boy. 17 is... We needed it. Only a 31. Uh-huh. There we go. There we go. Bamboozled again. Okay, so they don't think you're cheating, That's which great. is good because that would give you permanent penalties. But their attitude has shifted one further down because they're they're suspicious of Freya. The crowd is a, a bit suspicious of the dwarf pointing a gun at her companion <laughs> as everyone is trying to get their bearings. So you spend 18 minutes going through every type of music that's ever existed. Thinking about all the music that's ever existed and all... <laughs> All the moon stuff that's ever been a thing. Singing lullabies. Rhythm and blues. And then we move on to the moon. And, and you press on to the moon. So After you know, giving Freya her shoes back, of course. So you do know that yeah. to the you you had just come, you come back up to the intersection that you had come from. And you know that to your right, heads back to the area where you fought the ghost and to the north, you presume heads towards the moon or the moon shrine. You know that that's the area that's lit by moonlight. The area of uh, maze. Yeah, standard marching order then. Let's rock and roll. Absolutely. To the moon and back. Hopefully. Boys in front, girls in back. So you find yourself at an intersection, but you can easily look to the left and see that there is, in fact, another fountain. This one has water trickling from it. And there is a large tree-like plant growing from the back corner here. It stands about 20 feet high, and its roots go into the ground, but also wrap kind of around the statue. Can I perception or knowledge to see for traps and stuff? You could perceive for... Uh, well, you'd have to get closer to the statue if you want to, like, perceive for traps, but you could perceive like the plant and just the yeah. general vibe of the statue. That's kind of what I'm going for. Vibe check. Sure. Vibe check that statue. Is that a perception? Uh, does everybody have a roll, roll, roll me a vibe check, everybody? <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you get, Freya, on that vibe check? So, Freya's really checking out the vibe of the stonework. So, uh, that is an 18. Yeah, bad vibe, dude. <laughs> bad vibe. What about Tulia? She has a 23 perception. 23 vibe check. How about uh, Air Bear? Uh, he, he's really vibing the uh, tactical layout of the room. <laughs> yeah. With the 25. That's some good vibrations right there, my dude. <laughs> what, what are my options? It's perception. It's perception. Or, oh, just perception. <laughs> she was looking at stonework. And I was doing a vibe check. She's, she's well, doing a vibe check on the stone. Yeah. I, I was vibing on that sirenscape for a second, but I'm back here. Uh, that's going to be a 38, 39 if it's trapped. Wow, man. What wow. kind of vibes? Uh, I know my vibes. <laughs> Matuve is vibing right now. Oh, yeah. Are the vibrations exactly what this plant needs to thrive? Oh, are they no. thriving uh -oh. vibes? Oh, no. Why did you pick up your dice? I don't know. Uh, Matumbe, you're the only one that notices. It almost looks like rhythmic movement in this plant, but there's no wind. Hold yourselves. Not only am I vibing, <laughs> but as is the plant. Whoa. Um, I'd like to cycle some detect alignments on this thing. You detect nothing. 
Okay. Well, uh, you detect uh, you detect evil on the fountain as you had previously. Sure. Um, can I learn more about the plants? Is there a knowledge check that I can roll? Yeah, go ahead and roll me a knowledge nature. Now that uh, uh, I auto aid. Now that you've seen it move a little bit, Freya's gonna try to aid. Think maybe it's not a standard tree. No aid from Freya. Who boy, this is. As bad as bad can get. Is it a one and a one? It's a one and a one. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is still going to be what? Like a. I mean, kind of ish respectable. I got an aid here, so that's going to bring it up to a 19. If this is some sort of monster, it's going to be a 21. You've heard of these with a 21. What are they? This is a moonflower. What do I know about them? You know that they have a or you've, you've at least heard that they have a telepathy ability, but the images that people normally get from these creatures are, are kind of violent and horrific. And they, when they do attempt to speak with humanoids, it's usually hard, hard for anyone to understand. Hmm. So he'd relay that to the rest of his party. I don't know that this flower wants to attack us, but it may implant some uh, unsavory images in your mind. You do your best to resist any sort of temptations that come from them. Communicating it with it may be difficult. So what are you doing? You see that the plant does have its tendrils wrapped around. You guys are at the entrance of this square and the plant appears in the top left corner uh, if Emily is facing it. So the, the north western corner. Uh, with, that, with that 18 on the stonework, you do see carvings. You think you'd probably have to get closer to figure out what they're about. Okay. Move to the fountain then? I, I think cautiously proceed. Yeah. yeah. My only thought is uh, if Matumbe... Uh, conveyed the fact that like the plant was moving slightly even though there was no wind I could use true seeing to make sure it's not like something affecting the plant but I don't, if you think it's just like the plant itself moving then there's no point in doing that I would save that spell okay. it's a very good one and I think I think what you're describing could be valid, but I think it's a little bit more of a long shot than the fact that That's we fair. may be coming up against yeah. something with invisibility or something Good point. That's That would just be my two cents. I mean, I just think it's a sign. The flowers probably got some music somewhere, or maybe there's music coming from the, from the fountain that we're not able to hear yet. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Should we get a little closer, check out the, the writing on the fountain? Yeah, absolutely. H- how? Ca- hang on. Do we want to proceed one at a time just because we don't know a lot, or do we want to proceed all at once? Because I know last time we thought there was a trap, we didn't, not everybody went in at once, right? That's always a way to do this safely. Right. But I got pretty high up on that perception and didn't get any traps, okay. per se. Yeah. Just we don't know a lot about the flower itself. Yeah. Okay. But we, how close do we have to get to the flower to actually like read the writing? Do we have to be pretty close? So the flower is in this back corner. Mm-hmm. You can get up to the fountain and you would be roughly 15, 20 feet away from the actual flower itself. Are we still pretty close to its roots, though? 
Its roots are pretty much everywhere here. Mm, Okay. So they're wrapping around the fountain. So you proceed up to the fountain and the you step gingerly over the roots of this plant. What you see engraved into the fountain is the phases of the moon. And at the end of the phases of the moon, you see an eclipsed moon. Curled beneath the phases of the moon is a dragon. And its face is carved such that it's looking at you with its one eye on the side. Matumbe, now I would like you to make me a perception check. Are we going to yeah, face a that. dragon? Also, by the way, while we were looking at the fountain and uh, maybe Matumbe was spending extra time, Tulio is going to prepare the last verse spells in one minute. Okay. Fucking Christ. Roll the one and a two. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Did I pass it on? Uh, Maybe. I hope not. Because that would be a 23, 24 against traps. A little bit more to see through disguises or act on the surprise round. If there would be one coming up. All you do see is that each of the phases of the moon has like an indent in it. Something you feel like you could press. Okay. But that's all... That's all you. What about the that eclipsed moon or the dragon? Do either of those look like you could click them? Yeah, they look like they could. Everything looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to detect magic, which I imagine is your next Mm -hmm. step, you would see magic on all of the options there. And you'd realize that this is, in fact, a trap. Oh. oh, okay. It's not great. Unfortunately, it doesn't really look like something you can disable. So, unless you have a very high level dispel magic, but it doesn't look like something you have to trigger either. Mm-hmm. I do have dispel magic prepared, but I don't know if I'm high enough. If we focus, what kind of magic is the trap, or like on the buttons? So. If this thing has, the tree has telepathy and we have to choose, the the trap is these buttons, do we have to trigger the trap and like go into this tree nightmare and defeat whatever it is to then like move on and get what we, the music? I kind of wonder, because there have been a lot of puzzles, if there's... Like you hit the buttons in a certain order and then you can get the thing without getting something quite so horrible. Maybe. I I don't know. So you're sensing divination. That is not one I would have expected. Hmm. For a trap. And you're also sensing conjuration. Oh, that one makes sense. On all of the buttons or certain buttons are certain things? All the buttons appear to be emitting the same auras. Okay. So just a question, when you said high level dispel magic, like how high? Level 11 high? Uh, the caster of these was at least a 20th level caster. Okay, then never mind. Mm-hmm. I won't even go yeah, there. I just, I, I, could, <laughs> I could cast at a level 11, so that's why I want to double check. All right. Maybe we need to see what the flower has to say. You could spellcraft. Oh, heck yeah, I can. 
I have a plus 20 to this. Nope, plus 22. Dang. I will aid. I will try to aid. Okay. I auto aid, so yeah. Ooh, I definitely aid. Are you doing math? Yeah, I'm not quick. Uh, it's a 42. Okay. I thought it looked like you were using you were using your calculator. Yes, I used a calculator. <laughs> I'm bad at math. Okay, a 42 notices that um, same as with all of the other fountains, these buttons contain the um, teleportation magic to take you presumably to where you need to go. They also all contain the spell telepathy. That's the divination component. I feel like there's got to be an order to push them in, right? Or maybe is there only one we should push them? Make me a knowledge planes check. Okay, can do. I'll I should aid Matumbe, right? Matumbe's way higher. I've got I've got a good planes. I got a seventeen. I got a sixteen. So I just auto aid. Freya aids. I wonder if we have to go through like a cycle of the moon to like pass all of its challenges. Uh, With those aids, I got a dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. You see the phases of the moon. They don't really make sense to you in Abaddon. The moon never changes. And you kind of reach towards that eclipsed moon. Makes sense. But you think on it for a minute, and you remember that the stories you've heard about Abaddon reference that the eclipse is not actually a moon. It's an eye. And the dragon's eye is staring directly at you. We gotta click the eye. Yeah. I... I think it is... I am not certain about this, but I am reasonably confident that the moon is a red herring here. Because the moon above us is an eye. We must click the dragon who has an eye. If you would like to stand back, I would click it and see what happens. I think we all want to go together, though. I don't know if we're too far back. If it does teleport us somewhere, we should be in a group. If I'm wrong, it could be could be harmful for you all, but... You also remember that you have to toss a coin in for it to activate. Ah. Uh, hey, bear, let's see some coin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, like, coin, right? Yes, but Batumbe could hit the button, and if nothing happened, you could all gather back together and toss the coin okay. in. So I think that's probably... Yep, well, sounds back up around the corner there. So they leave you. You yep. press a button and the plant eats you. Damn it! Uh, no, you you <laughs> press the dragon and your intuition was correct. You get an emotion of positivity. <laughs> um, and you can almost see like the full moon above you. Um, and it's like, it feels like a warm summer night washes over you. And you see the plant's tendrils recede off of the fountain. Hey, everybody. I've got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. Get back on over here and let's click the button together and throw in a coin. It's feeling good. Yeah, so we would go. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. So you toss in a coin and you are all teleported to a strange landscape. 
lit by stars, you see a shallow pool, and it almost seems like everything glows here. You go to move, and you feel light as air. You feel like if you really wanted to, you could just jump off the surface. All of this looks alien to you. The ground is chalky yet beautiful, luminescent plant life grows. And on the stump of a massive tree growing in the center of this starlit pool, you see a dragon. The dragon is pure luminescent white. It scales like the moon reflected off of water. It actually kind of reminds you of, at least those of you that knew him, of Ikmer's armor when it was granted by Desna. It immediately notices your presence and stretches large gossamer moth-like wings. You think that the only reason you're able to breathe right now is because of the life bubble cast on you. <laughs> Clutch. Saving lives. Indeed. The dragon looks at you and speaks. Why do you disturb Jimberium the loud slumber? It has been an age since I have been roused. Who are you? Tulia can speak up here. And she would step forward just metaphorically and stay still behind the, like, just kind of stay a little shadowed. But she would at least step up and kind of hold herself high. And she'd say, well, good, good morning or good evening, sir. We were sent here from a maze. My name is Tulia. I'm here with Matumbe, Airbear, and Freya. And I'll point to all of them. We're, we're kind of stuck in a, a, a maze cont- cont- contest thing. And we're, we're looking... We were told we have to get something from the moon and maybe a song. Do you know anything about it? Honestly, we were, we were sent here with not a lot of information. We're just... We don't want to interrupt any of your slumber either. So we, we'd like to get on out of here and not interrupt you. Well, I never said interrupting my slumber was a bad thing. I've grown quite bored. Well, then, here we are. As you look around, you realize this is very different from the kind of torn away piece of the dwarven ruins that you remember when you faced a scorpion or the kind of singular cave complex that you faced the Fuldrex in. You think you might literally be on the moon. Galarian's moon. Holy shit. I don't receive many visitors as... Well, most of you die when you come here. Yes, sir. That was that was a, a spell I cast because I didn't know what we were going to because, again, we don't know where we're headed. Well, I wasn't notified by anyone to expect visitors, but I'm happy to play along. I seek entertainment or conquest, battle. You look strong. 
but I haven't had the pleasure of watching a performance since I last woke up from my nap. You see, I am Jimberium the Loud, and I enjoy the songs of the people of Galarian. Dazzle me or fight me. Those are your options. Or run out of air. Make a perception check. Absolutely. <laughs> I have not rolled the look. There we go. 27 over here. 22. 41. 20. Yeah, with a 27 and a 41, you notice that there's not... In in the last areas you went, there was a place to touch that sent you back. You don't see one. All you see are the twinkling of stars above you, the vast expanse of lunar terrain, and a few faint asteroids floating nearby. I see. You could also make me a knowledge arcana. Uh, obviously, I'll aid my two man. There's no open. Sweet. Freya also aids. 44. Yeah, you think this is an adult lunar dragon. Oh, that would have been 46 then with the monsters thing. Ah, yes. Yo, adult dragons, they're high, high CR. Like, we, nope, we can't fight. Guys, I apologize. He is a young adult. If that if that matters to you, it should. Sure. I mean, he's still a huge dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's still scary. It's just less so. It's like... Scary by one less CR. Oh, that's not a lot less CR. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of a young dragon. Ah. Dragons are interesting. They scale in, I think, almost 10 age categories. Oh, God. All right. So I have a thought, because most of us are not great performers, but some of the spells I have could be used to create unique effects. Like uh, doing obscuring mist and then a burst of radiance coming out of it. So it's like misty and there's bursts of light. I have ghost sound and ventriloquism. So we could put together a Good little show, bit of a show yeah. without having to necessarily all sing. Are there any glowing moon rocks? Because maybe I could use mage hand and kind of have them swirl around us, get crushed up and be glittery. Freya can shoot her gun. <laughs> Freya's got a gun. <laughs> oh, Mage Hand could throw the glowing rocks up into the air. She shoots them. Fireworks. Yeah. Ooh, can hit I him like with that. some swords. But he wanted I don't socks. know that a flintlock pistol would work on the moon. Oh. Technically yeah. it wouldn't. Maybe with life bubble that with changes With life bubble, things. I guess yeah. it probably it might, right? Because you could you have a it covers your gear too, right? Yeah, yeah. I would assume so. Yeah, for sure. So you'd have habitable air inside to ignite the powder, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll rule it as such. <laughs> Let's not get too complicated <laughs> here. This isn't Starfinder. Well, I'm waiting. Or maybe you'd fancy me with a show as I sing a song. It's been a long time since I've performed as well. You know, sir, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm more... Don't call me sir. I'm a young adult lunar dragon. That's my father, the uh, the ancient lunar dragon. Uh, uh, Jimberius. Sir? 
Jimberius. I won't do it again. Uh, it's just a, it's just a, a polite thing. But I, I'll be honest, I, I'm more nervous than a cat in a room full of rock, rocking chairs right now. I haven't been on Galarian in years. So this performance while you sing, that sounds fantastic. I got a lot of stuff for that. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of glaring songs, but I can give you a show, and I'm pretty sure Freya here can also give quite a show with a couple different things she's got. I have a few tricks up my sleeves. And Air Bear, he's great with those swords. I'm sure he'll give a dazzling display. I mean, but perhaps one of you could harmonize. I can weave an intricate background for whatever performances with this magical rope. Watch as it climbs through the zero gravity and weaves intricate designs before your eyes. Incredible. It's a ribbon dance. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's going to be a perform dance which you don't have. Now, I actually got a spell. I could harmonize from a certain location, too, if you want a good echo thing going on. Surround sound. Surround yeah. sound. Dolby. <laughs> U. Yeah. T H X. Does he take me up on that? Make a diplomacy check. Do I get help for this or no? I've been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah you guys have been talking about stuff. It's all diplomacy, though. Yeah, that's fine. I just all want right. aid. I definitely do aid. I was Freya just, also aids. I was just convincing enough. I do aid, and then you get the plus one from the crowd. Yeah, surprisingly, you still hear the crowd. Okay, so I rolled nat 20. Which, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, which pulls me up to 30, but then I get aid from Herbert, Matume, Freya, and one from the crowd, which puts me at a 37. Now, this dragon Jimberium did not know of your presence he might have been a little perturbed about you waking him up but he also has not seen visitors in a long time so he was indifferent to you but you have made him friendly well that does sound like some fun something I've been lacking of course give me your best efforts if some of you wish to perform or wish to use spells and he kind of points one of his scaled claws into the air and you see this dazzling pattern almost like the aurora borealis form and then you see kind of the the light of the ground around you intensifies everybody make me a will save Oh, shit. Is this an enchantment? This is illusion. Ah. But it is mind affecting, if it matters. That matters to me, so yes. Thank you. Is it a spell or a spell-like ability that he's doing? It is a spell. Okay. I do need that mind affecting help. That comes out to an 18, and I do not think that succeeds. I'm at a 17. 21? Uh, 27. 21, 27. Sorry. You know what? If he seems like he's going to be friendly to me, I will use the six that I rolled off my Lepidstat Investigator's hat die and bump that 20... I'm sorry, and bump that 18 up to a 24. Because it doesn't seem like we're going to fight him yet. Maybe at all. You all actually succeed here, but you you are still enamored 
by the hypnotic pattern he has cast in the sky. Uh, and it, it seems like he he didn't mean it maliciously. It's just something he can do. And it's not a very high DC to save against, but it's uh, it would have kind of fascinated you had you failed the save. And then he, uh, he kind of waits on the rest of you to wow. begin... Wow, that was that was really something. Love that. Uh, I just want to know so that I can be prepared going into this and get the right stuff for your performance, your song here. How long will it be? Approximately. No, no, no pressure. A minute or two. That's great. Thank you. And I'm gonna cast ventriloquism on myself. Okay. To help harmonize with him, because I can't cast it on anyone else. Because that lasts minutes per level, so I just want to make sure he's not going to like start it later. And then I'll be ready to throw off a few ghost sounds, mage hand, and a couple, maybe ray of frost up into the air and make it snow and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Be throwing cantrips like crazy. Um, yes, is there time for a costume change? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm also curious about this. <laughs> If I'm going to Go perform. <laughs> he smiles a toothy draconic smile at this. There's always time for <laughs> change. What, what does everybody change into? I wasn't really planning on. Well, your bluff got no! called, bro. You gotta do something. Wish we had the top hat still. Yeah. Pull a rat out of the hat. A rat in the hat. Yeah, so, uh, well, he has his armor, which is uh, really just a bodysuit. I got something for you. Go ahead. All right, so here's the thing because we used the gloves of On Life earlier, they're now white gloves. Okay. I'm going to cast invisibility on Air Bear and then afterwards give him the white gloves. But he oh. needs to drop his sword, so then the only thing visible is the swords and his white gloves. That's a great idea. So now it's a floating pair of white-gloved hands and swords. I'll allow that to happen, even though with invisibility, anything I know. Scary, it turns invisible. Actually, yeah, I know. It, does, it turns invisible when you get it, I think. I know, but it's cool. But it's cool. I just thought Air Bear was going to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's our primary performer? So is this a perform sing or a perform like combat performance? It's going to be a combat performance. Okay. I think that's Freya if she can use her gun. Cool. Well, you yes. made it abundantly clear you're going to use the gun in every kind of check you possibly can. <laughs> it is her holy symbol now. So she kind of has to. I know. Yeah, I know what I'm going to do in the background once this kicks off. Don't worry about me. Hey, actually, this is a quick side note. Items dropped or put down by an invisible creature become visible. Items picked up disappear if tucked into clothing or pouches worn by the creature. Oh, yeah. I guess oh. So. Oh. The gloves on. We put them down. Cast invisibility. We got floating glove hands. I'll be like little Michael. I was hoping for something a little more dazzling, but I guess this will do. <laughs> I thought maybe you had spandex underneath that. That is a different kind of show. <laughs> okay, uh, you're going to use disguise for uh, your role. Really? I couldn't perform. 
Oh, you could use a performance check, too, if you prefer that, but I didn't think you had any perform. I figured your disguise would be better. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I was talking performance combat, but... Oh, no, you're going to be... All right, disguise it is. Okay. And Haley, if you could throw up some rocks that Freya could Absolutely. shoot at... Mage perfect. hand those okay. those things right up. So she I'll can actually, like, use the gun. Yeah, I'll mage hand some of those for air bearer, too, and the floating sword hands. Yeah, yeah. And I would, like, drag my swords on the ground and... I might like make a couple sparks. frost falls with the ray frost. But not really sparks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might there be some sort of heavy object or uh, <laughs> or place where someone could tie a rope to? Yeah, there's these plants kind of around. I will affix the end of the rope of climbing to a plant. I'm really confused why you didn't just start going straight up. Dig, pop up, dig, pop up. <laughs> dig, pop up. Two-based performance. Dig it all for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I have a song to sing. <laughs> Digging up, up, <laughs> digging. Anyways, the entire soundtrack of holes. <laughs> no diggity. Fly. Huh? I mean, you feel like you could probably jump like six feet. True, true, true. So we don't need to worry about it. Okay. Cool. Well, that should be it. What is so? What's my check? Do I have one? Because Air Bear has a disguise. Your. You're going to use a Arcana or Spellcraft because you're Spellcraft it is. All spells, too. Spellcraft at a plus 20 it is. Jimbirium the Loud begins to sing as you all perform these performances. Uh, he kind of clears his throat. <clears throat> and you can see he's clearly taken singing lessons from the likes of Chad Kroger. Okay. Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that's how he sounds. I see a bad moon rising. I see trouble on the way. I see earthquakes and lightning. I see bad times today. I don't go around tonight. Well, it's bound to take your life. There's a bad moon on the rise. <laughs> Go ahead and make your uh, rolls. Freya tries to shoot her gun, uh, like along with the rhythm of his song. So, so while Freya's performing, uh, Matume has tied the rope to something, and knowing that it's zero gravity, he's 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 purely supporting Freya right now, as he jumps up just slightly and the rope which he can control starts to extend and it starts pushing him off from the ground and then it turns and it turns again and Matumbe is just being traced through the through the heavens um, as <laughs> stupid as fucking thing as Shaquille O'Neal is like a writing utensil as the word Freya is spelled in person <laughs> by the rope until he is at the end because it can support 3,000 pounds. Holy shit. And it was tied off. It can go in any direction and it is zero gravity. So yes, I, I make the shape of the cursive word Freya <laughs> with Matumbe. Fucking amazing. Matumbe is skywriting. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Uh, Tulia was... Singing with him, I guess, because I said I'd harmonize with yep, ventriloquism. Yep, you did. Oh, uh, what kind of check would you classify that as? What I, what I described. 
fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, linguistics. I'm just gonna give you a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Use my fucking rope of climbing to create magical skywriting. Yeah, I mean, it checks out. I'd call it pretty entertaining. It's great. Hey, I auto-aid because it's spellcraft, and that's a plus 20 for me. Okay. I do aid, just barely, but I do. All right, with the bonuses, that is a 25 for performance. Woo! Oh, I guess I should roll gymbariums. Well, in reality, I guess you're all playing to a crowd, and the crowd, once again, becomes helpful. Uh, with this crazy display, uh, but you did succeed at you did succeed at making Jimberium helpful as well with that performance from friendly to helpful. Really good backup team here. What what great fun! I okay. Tell tell me more. Tell me more about your story. Maybe I can maybe I can help you. All right, how much of the story do you want to know? Because I've been in Abaddon for 15 years. I'm not going to start from there. But there's a daemon that has put us in this maze, and we are fighting for our freedom. He loves cream and mushroom soup and entertainment. So I'm pretty sure what he wants is a song and dance with his soup. We've already gotten soup ingredients. I think your song might be a good one for him. Mm, Dinner and a show. Absolutely. It's one of his favorite things. Hmm. This sounds like it could be fun. I, a break from the monotony. Oh, did you want to come? You mind if I join you? I don't mind. We'd encourage it, actually. I suppose uh, I could perform. Oh, absolutely. He'd love it. In fact, I know he's just been dying to see something like this. Do you have uh, another outfit? <laughs> Well, I thought I looked just fine today. (laughs) However, I always do keep several changes of clothing just in case. Don't be upset. You saw his change of clothes. It was nothing. He went to nothing. I half expected him to get nude. (laughs) To be fair, when we met him, for most of the day he was nude and didn't tell anybody because he's a rat folk nobody knew. It was a strange day. I don't think he thinks nude is a very weird thing, so we'll move past that, I guess. But you look great. Song was great. I think that we could do a great show just like this for everybody. Now, I'm going to warn you, there's a ton of people there, but you'll do great with the crowd. I know that. You sure it was a song they wanted? From the clues, we think it's music. I don't know if it has to be a song. Hmm. I do love a good riddle. What do you have so far to make the soup? We have some lava. A pretty hot core. I'm guessing we still have that lantern lantern. so we could hold it up. We also found quite a few tasty mushrooms and roots. And we can hold up the, the mushrooms and all of the herbs and things that we found to make the soup tasty. But we got a bit of a problem, because here's the thing, his favorite is cream of mushroom cream. 
I uh, wasn't suggesting that I give you cream. (laughs) You asked for the ingredients. You may not have been suggesting it, but if you can offer (laughs) The moon is pretty lacking in cream. (laughs) This looks like somebody's performing. (laughs) This was not the performance combat I had in mind. I mean, I don't know what else he wants to know. (laughs) If you would, kindly please cream our mushrooms. Uh... Make make me an intelligence or wisdom check. All right, that was a joke. I didn't mean to say. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to I was going to offer this anyway. That's fine. Right. Okay. Oh, duh! It's something measured in scales, and he's a dragon with scales. So we do need him to cream the soup. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, I was gonna say I got a natural twenty for twenty eight, but it sounds like Frank. No one's um, that. You, you think that. It. You think the song will still be? important but yes you think potentially you you size this young adult dragon up and you think yeah you could probably cook a decent amount of soup in one of these scales where are we getting the liquid for the soup griffin i'll never tell (laughs) (laughs) you'll just have to wait and find out The fifth, <laughs> the fifth fountain, the fountain of dairy. <laughs> Everyone bring yes. your lactate. Are you sure? I was this... afraid we'd have to milk the flour. Anyways. Are you sure this moon isn't made out of cheese and we could take that? Sadly, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, with that knowledge, Freya thinks on back to the riddles we got and has... It, it just clicks in her mind. I think we're going to need something to cook in. Could you maybe lend us or give us one of your scales? They look mighty strong and so beautiful. I'm sure our dish would shine in one of your scales. This I could do. I could. Uh, I've been meaning to shed a few scales anyway. But on one condition, you have to let me come along. I'm very interested in what this competition is about. Oh, condition met. We want you to come. This will be great. Great fun. Do you actually know how we can get back there? Yes, do you see that asteroid up there? I believe that will probably take you back. Do you see the statue way up there? I don't know. You might need to have a plus 32 perception like I do. (laughs) Can you see that far in the vacuum of space? Strange how you know how to get back when you don't know how we got here at all and were surprised when we showed up. <laughs> Figure a statue like that up on that asteroid might do it. All right, well, are you ready to head? I I think I might be the only way you can get up there. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm asking. If you're ready, of I want to make sure you're ready to perform. Don't want to leave anything behind. I'm good to go. Yes, I, I don't see why not. Um, every Everyone climb aboard, I suppose. Okay. Yes. We do this carefully and as politely as possible. As politely as possible. Please, uh... Ow. What the... <laughs> you've never ridden a dragon before? What the fuck? No. <laughs> Believe it or not, first time. Well, is this time. not something most people do in Dungeons & Dragons-esque games? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so... I mean, he is helpful to you and uh, flies you up to the... Asteroid... And when you arrive, uh, as 
many dragons can do, he assumes a humanoid form. Uh, he looks kind of like you would expect maybe an Asimar to look, just because his skin is still kind of this... It's very pale and almost luminescent, uh, and his hair is pure white. His eyes are kind of the palest of blues. Um, well, then shall we proceed? And um, he touches the statue. All right. And you all find yourselves back in the maze with Jimbirian the Loud. How do we exit the maze, though? Because <laughs> before it just parted for us. And we've gotten everything from those clues. That's true, yeah. And you think you probably have to make it to the actual center of the maze now. Oh. Mm. Well, we did come to a T-intersection before coming to this fountain, so maybe we just start going the other way. Sounds, yeah, makes sense. Sure, so you head the other way, you come to a three-way intersection. Perception checks. You don't hear anything at this side. I don't really need a perception check. Um, if you were to check, you see that the other path's dead end. Okay, so we'll go towards the non-dead end path. Yes. You head to the south, and it splits into two paths. Here I will accept a perception check. My luck ran out. 17. What about our boy with his plus 32 or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he looking above the hedges? No, we he's can't in, go he's ahead. Human, I gotta, he's in a human form. Oh, so I assume seven. you guys would tell him that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So I think Tulia would probably be giving him... Like, that's why she didn't know where to go in this one case. It's because she's giving him the laydown of the land here and how the tournaments have happened in the past. She's really just doing a knowledge jump. That's why she failed this perception. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. sure. Cool. <laughs> 24 for Freya. 24 for Freya. 27 for the tombs. Okay. I'm distracted. 12. Yeah. Jimberium would kind of look to all of you and I'm smelling a strange smell. Uh, all seems to head the same direction, but if I were to really point it out, it'd be to the to the right. Smells kind of like it's weird. I've been in space for a while. It smells kind of like feces. I don't really hear anything. I mean, I don't want to go towards feces. That seems it's the opposite. Like yeah. yeah. So let's go the other way. Mm-hmm. This new guy shows up, points out one direction. We we go the other way. No, he said it, he just said it smelled like feces. Not to go that way. So you can see as you head south at the next intersection, um, it dead ends once again. To the left and to the right, you can continue on, and then you reach another split decision. You could go north or you could go south. All right, perceptions. Yeah, here we go again. Ooh, Ooh natty two. Natural twenty for a thirty-two. I got a thirty-one. And if it's also possible, because we've been walking around this maze for a little while, to use some like general positioning if the maze isn't moving too much of like which direction would get us closer to the center because we've 
Yeah, I would, I would allow a survival check for that. Uh, okay. With the perception, none of you are picking up any sounds or smells, nor is Jimberium as well. So go ahead and roll me that survival. I'll see if Jimberium has any I'll see survival. if I can aid, but he I don't have He has a plus five. Control. He'll attempt to aid. Ooh, I rolled a 14, so I, I aid. Matumbe has a lot, so I'll aid Matumbe. Jimberium aids. I also aid. Freya also aids. And did you roll... I ate. All right, dope, because uh, I rolled a natural one. So... It would be a dirty 20 after all those aids. Dirty 20 after all those aids. You think uh, heading to the right would take you south and heading to the left would take you north. You came from the north, but you think you've been heading south. So you're not... With a 20, you're not really sure if you've gone past the midpoint of the maze. So you're not sure whether north or south is going to take you the right direction. Uh, frankly, I'm a little confused where we're at. We've been twisting and turning so much. Maybe we leave it to chance. See which way to go. A little luck never hurt anyone. And, uh... Yeah, if we just... If we still have any of those coins, we could just flip one. Yep. Uh, yep. The, you, the coin has been just kind of rematerializing for you as you've put it into these fountains so you have it only makes sense for Freya to flip it yeah so uh, we'll go odds will be north and evens will go south it's odd so we go north okay you head north and you see paths to the left or paths a path that continues to the north and a path that continues to the east however it's plain to see that to the north enters a special area. Sweet. Um, and it looks like there's a chalice sitting on a stump here. What do you do? Can we inspect the chal- chalice? Yeah, we have to pick the the least shiny one. Uh, Indiana Jones has taught me that. Yes, uh, that is correct. Yes, you can ex- inspect it. Please roll me perceptions. A dirty 20. A natural 20 for a 32. Dang. Lots of 32s here. Yeah, uh, 27. Not that high. Also a 27. Uh, Freya would not see this as a trap, maybe. It doesn't look like it has a negative effect besides the... Uh, supposed teleportation that you have seen from all of these fountains doesn't look like it has like a, a secondary. So it's like a port key in Harry Potter. We just like no. Grab what, did it. I, what did I base the base? <laughs> wow, <off> so of? crazy. <laughs> crazy. So do we all have to grab it at the same time? That's what Freya would advise. Or toss a coin into it. <laughs> toss a coin. <laughs> Or all all of those things. Let's do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do all of those things. And you are shunted to what appears to be this massive tent. And you see in front of you tables set up and Lopsock is sitting at one of them. And you are at what appears to be a station. There is a fire roaring by you several pots pans as well as basic cooking utensils and cooking supplies 
you look around and you see various other stations set up and three other teams appear to have made it you are the fourth you see there are four daemon lords sitting at their tables and you're not instructed anything you're waiting there and as you wait a, a team appears a demon lord a daemon lord appears and eventually all of the tables are filled and there are eight teams at stations in this tent and Lobsock stands up well you are the eight teams that have succeeded in in the maze and as those eight teams and as the say that this was going to be the semi-finals and so we we can only proceed with four of you but I thought we'd make it interesting this year you always end up fighting each other for the finale welcome to Cold Iron Chef come on yes, that I, I need you it. to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week oh, Harry Potter let's go and say Harry Potter to Food Wars now Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.